We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 463. It is a very special episode if you're watching us live that's because we're going to be starting a giveaway right now for those of you watching us live on twitch.tv um we're going to be starting a giveaway for all of our subscribers and yeah you actually can win one of our cool t-shirts so that's going to be really neat um so make sure that you check out the chat for how to enter that um that's it for the plugs tonight, because we're just going to be plugging that all night, I'm sure. How the heck are you doing, Lucas? How the heck am I doing? I don't know. Um, I currently have a fan whirring in the background while we're recording this, <laughs> so I guess I'm doing good, but my hands are a little cold, because my computer isn't doing so good, and I'm trying to keep it all nice and cool for another month until my new baby gets here. So. Oh, oh. Patience. Oh. Patience. Please be patient with me, so you can conceive in uh, 30 days where most people take nine months? Yeah, but I only make artificial intelligence. So okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, Steve, what kind of intelligence are you about these days? I am about the teddy bear intelligence because for those of you that don't know, today on the day of recording, it is National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work or School Day. And I did not find out about this until after I was already at work, and I was too lazy to go home and get my teddy bear. So here we are, sort of at work, with our teddy bear. Top that, Justin. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that my, was that my introduction? Him. No, that's that's you. Yeah. That's oh. it. That's well, I was waiting for Eugene you to put, say you my name. You can just name. put the heavy sigh in as Justin. Yeah, yeah this, that works. Actually, well, I was gonna gonna break into a song, but I'm um, I'm gonna commandeer the show for a couple of minutes just to get this out of the way. Um, gonna talk about something a little serious for a couple minutes so that I can get on my system, y'all can hear it, and we can uh, get on and have a fun show. Um, I know you. Know, I'm just gonna wing it because I don't have any prepared speech or anything. Um. I know some of you people listen to us and, you know, you, because you think of us as friends. We, and we love that. We've had people say, you know, we've, listening to us has helped you guys through uh, depression, you know, losing a job, losing a relationship, or just long, lonely commutes to and from work, whatever. Um, and we appreciate that. That's very important to us. And we'd like you to think of us as you know you're you know when you're listening to us you're part of our group like you're part of our family and we appreciate that uh that said a member of my family um last friday took his life um it's been really rough on me so if i get kind of quiet during the show you know i might be kind of i'll you know flashing back to that but um i just wanted to let any of you all know if you're having a hard time or you think there's no way out, like, seriously, find help. Find a therapist. Find a friend. Find a family member. Find a podcast or anything. But if we keep you on track, please just find anyone because 
what I'm going through right now, what my family's going through right now is just is just awful and and I'm sure what he was going through felt awful to bring him to that point and just you know, find somebody, find find a better solution, find reach out to somebody, anybody, please. Uh look up uh suicide prevention hotlines they even have ones where if you don't like talking to somebody they have ones where you can text you can text a suicide hotline tell them your problems and chat with them that way just please nah. reach out save save yourself please I, for i do our, have that number it is 1-800-273-TALK thank so you I, don't be afraid I, to call them yes and is that one that you can text as well steve um it does not say but at least that's one you can call all right, so um, heavy. Please reach out to somebody. It will mean everything to everyone, um, including yourself. Um, but uh, all the heavy stuff um, out of the way and get to bring us all back in, get us all hyped up and happy. What I gotta got to give it to your mama. What I got to got to give it to your papa. What I got you got to give it to your daughter. We do a little dance. We drink a little. Oh, damn it! I went to the Weird Al version. <laughs> I want to hear you do the DK rap again. That's still my favorite intro of yours. <laughs> so we're finally here, there performing for you. If you know the words, you can join in too. Put your hands together if you wanna clap as you as we take you to Infendo rap. Huh. And Eugene is muted. <laughs> I was wondering why you weren't breaking in there. <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back with our roundtable. <laughs> All right, everybody. So it was a very slow news week. Um, Sinnoh Pokemon are coming to Pokemon Go, and that was the extent of the news this week. So we opted for a roundtable instead of that, because we can't do a 35-minute segment with, uh, you know, one news article. Um, so I actually had the idea, um, one of the bigger things that's come out recently is Nintendo has confirmed that there is going to be a Switch revision, if you will, coming out have next they- year. Have they confirmed it, or has somebody else confirmed it? The Wall it Street from the... Journal Japan has confirmed it. And then Wall Street Journal America also did. Okay, but it hasn't come so, directly you're right, you're from right. Nintendo. So Nintendo person. hasn't confirmed yeah. it, but it is basically out there that it's coming. Yeah, they're pretty accurate about these things. Yeah. So. so I thought it would be fun to do a two-part roundtable. Um, the first thing I figure we'll talk about is what are our pipe dreams for... Switch 2.0, as it were. Um, you know, what do we want to see? What kind of features would be a selling point for us? Um, and then for the second part, which we can kind of transition to, um, to think about what do we actually think is going to happen for Switch 2.0. Um, then I guess if you want to throw a name in there, go for it. Um, I personally think it's going to be the new Super Switch. So, you know, just a same thing, better screen. Um, what I want to see from it, I know one of the things that's going to happen. They're gonna there was that Tegra processor vulnerability that makes it hackable. I know they're gonna put a different chip in there, so that's not possible anymore. But I want to see that actually make some of these games perform better, because there's still games like you look back at even like Breath of the Wild, Hyrule Warriors even has some 
longer loading times. Um, you know, I'd like to see a, a version of this that'll not only, you know, make loading times slower, but, you know, maybe also make games perform a little bit better. Um, kind of like what the PlayStation Pro does. Um, the other thing I'd like to see is a better screen. Like, the Switch has a really nice screen, but it would be nice to see, you know, an OLED screen like the app, you know, like the iPhones use, or like the, I think it's the Galaxy phones or the other ones that use them. Um, those are such pretty screens, and I remember when I had my PlayStation Vita, the original one with the OLED screen. I remember when I upgraded to my Vita 2, or not Vita 2, but basically the, the Vita Slim, the revision of it. Just the jump from OLED to LED was noticeable. So if they could take the, you know, what the Switch already has, because it's got an amazing screen on it, and just get something slightly better on it, it would actually make the games look a lot more vibrant. Um, so that's one thing I'd like to see. I don't think it'll happen, but I would love to see it. Um, I'd love to see a revised version of the dock that's not so big and bulky. Something that's a little more portable. Because how many times have we heard our listeners, uh, you know, they're like, well, I, I bought this portable Switch dock. You know, because that way I could travel with it or have a second one in the room or whatever. But then it bricked my Switch. You know, how nice would it be to have something that was licensed by Nintendo that was actually more portable? Because I take my Switch places. You know, I've got a sale that we do twice a year at work that I take my Switch to. I'll take the Switch upstairs and play with my in-laws once in a while. I'll take the Switch to my parents' house and play with them. It would be nice not to have a, you know, giant bag that I have to put my Switch dock in and the giant power charger and then a video cable and all this stuff. It would be nice just to have kind of a smaller all-in-one dock maybe that encompasses the charger and whatnot. Um, kind of think, what kind of things can you guys think of that you'd like to see on a revised Switch, whether you think it can happen or not? Just what would you like to see? Um, well, I mean, I think my not only are my expectations quite a bit lower than that, um, my, um, I guess needs are quite a bit lower than that. Um, I, uh, like, I... I understand kind of like the desire for everything on the Switch to be bigger and better and more badass and all that stuff. Like, it would be nice to have a 1080p OLED screen and and all that, but let's face it, that would be like a $500 system or right. maybe even like a seven or $800 system, judging by what smartphones go for nowadays. And... And Nintendo's not going to do that. And no. I don't think it's necessary for them to do that. No. Um, and, but, um, like, honestly, what I would like is better battery life and, you know, just, you know, like minor enhancements. Because uh, I think it's too early in the life cycle to do any major revisions to the hardware. Because then you end up dividing the market. Like, the thing has barely... By the time the revision is out, supposedly, it'll only be two years old. So, I can't... I don't think we should be expecting a whole lot for it. But, um... No, and I think I think we're talking DS... You know, DS light to DSi type revision. 
like you said, I don't even not think it's going to be. Major. Yeah, I don't even think it's going to be that major because the DSi had a whole new operating system and had hardware oh, that that true. the DS didn't have. I think what what we're most likely going to see is just minor imperceptible improvements to the hardware more like maybe the difference between the Game Boy Advance SP um 001 and the Game Boy Advance SP 101 you know where, where they the brighter screen yeah it had like maybe yeah. a a slightly improved screen and maybe a couple of things under the hood that were a little bit better streamlined but for the most part the same thing that's that's all I'm expecting from this, and the fact that Nintendo has said nothing about it leads me to believe that this is probably just going to be like one of those, um, kind of a hardware replacement. Eventually, at some point, these new switches are going to be shipped out instead of the old switches, and, you know, you're probably not going to tell the difference if you bought one now instead of then, you might have this instead of that. As far as actually playing the thing, you won't notice a difference. That's my belief, really, about this whole thing. I think the press is, as they typically do with anything rumor-related, Nintendo-related, are taking this and just running to the moon with it, and I'm not expecting much. (laughs) So do you think it'll even be a new SKU then, or do you think they're just going to do the same SKU and just, you know, ship these out kind of under the radar? I I mean, it might be a new SKU you from a technical standpoint just you know for the you know like i said you know the, the game boy advance 101 was technically a new skew but if you walk into a store and see them sitting on a shelf all next to each other you're not going to tell the difference right um <clears throat> but uh i mean there are minor things that could be improved on the switch like you said like maybe um you know uh more storage you know, we I could see them putting sixty four gigs in it instead of thirty two, especially that. especially with uh, downloadable games getting bigger nowadays. Um, I could both senses of the word. Yeah, I could see uh, you know like maybe improving the connection because I've heard people say that you know like their Joy Cons have gotten loose after a while. Um, maybe you know like improving battery life making a couple of components smaller cool run cooler run more efficiently so they could get the same get more power out of the same size battery <clears throat> stuff like that that's all i'm expecting out of this i don't think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be a switch light i don't think it's going to be a you know switch xl i think if we're going if we do see a completely new form factor with new features and all that i think the most likely thing that will happen and i don't see this happening within the next year but they might release like a switch mini that's portable only um but since they still are releasing games for the 3ds i don't see that happening for another year or two down the line yeah well i'm gonna get mine out of the way here oh sorry were you gonna go lucas sorry (laughs) we both were gonna jump in right here at the same time just as long as i'm not forgotten i'm good (laughs) okay well i i only have a little bit here so i'll i'll be i'll be swift you guys are kind of right on point with kind of what i'm expecting and everything kind of like um i i'm kind of with justin on that like i don't know that nintendo is going to want to divide the market but then again they've you know come out with a dsi kind of like you guys have touched on before so um 
that's actually kind of what I'm expecting. I'm kind of expecting like a new 3DS or a DSi type of thing, right? Where it's going to have slightly better performance, perhaps, and some games can take advantage of it, which will probably be like two games in the entire library. <laughs> and um, hopefully the improvement is in the screen because while I love my screen, I would I would really like a switch like XL or something like that, or maybe even like an OLED screen or something like that. But um, I, would, I would take OLED. I'm not sure about XL. I'm I'm not holding my breath for OLED because those things are still super expensive. But yeah, like I could see like maybe, um, you know, like m maybe if they can get 1080p out of the same size, same quality screen, maybe sure. they might do that. But you know, we have also seen that 1080p creates a performance issue. So right, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at there. I I just. I just don't know. I mean, maybe Nintendo's going to surprise us, you know? Maybe it's going to have, like, the, like, cell phone capability so it can connect to, like, LTE or 5G or whatever when that comes out so then we can play the games on the go and then you can, you know, it's they're going to partner with AT&T or something like that, you know? Maybe that could oh, be a thing. Oh, God. I, I just don't see it. <laughs> and don't then they're going to name it the but, Vita 2. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't see it, but, like, you know, who knows? Uh, Lucas, what do you got? Um. Well, honestly... <laughs> I think my care factor is about where Justin's expectation factor is, in that it's kind of like, meh, you know, it is what it is. But um, I, I kind of see them going the XL route, honestly. And I think everybody here would probably hate that, but it won't except Eugene. But um, that just kind of makes sense to me based on what Nintendo usually does. They release something, and then they release something slightly fancier. I don't think releasing a bigger screen or just a better screen like Steve is pitching would do anything to divide the market. I think the only thing that's going to divide the market is if they start releasing a new version of the Switch that can play games that like this version can't, which would be suicide. Right. You're not you're not going to do that a year into a system as successful as this because you're going to piss off like 16 million people. So that's <laughs> not happening. It's not going to be a new 3DS XL. Um, I could see them making a really fancy screen for you techno nerds out there who like to spend $800 on your phones. I think that would be a smart move, actually. Because I think there's a lot of people like, I don't care. I have no interest in having a better screen. There are people like you out there who will spend tons of money on something like that because you really like it. I think I if they were smart, it tomorrow. that would be move they would make. Um, Justin also, I guess the benefit of going last is I can just kind of like critique everybody's ideas. <laughs> Justin kind of had the idea of them upping the memory. Um, I think the Wii U had two options for that, and wasn't one of it like 128? They had one with the one four gigs, only in like the first year or two, but they had one with four gigs, and then one with 32 gigs, and then after a while they just discontinued the four gig. Boy, I really remembered that wrong, because I remembered it being like 64 and 128, I guess I'm... Uh, oh, oh no, dear God, no. But, no. but <laughs> I, would, I could see them releasing a Switch that is built to embrace this digital infrastructure that they've been building. Because I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't think 32 gigs is going to do that. I think they need to go a lot higher than that. I think they need to go at least 64 gigs, if not, you know, more. But well, and it, flash memory is dirt cheap right now, too. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it'll just come packaged with that or something, but it'll have the capability to support, like, super crazy ridiculous... I don't know. But, um, but yeah, no, they need to they need to do something to embrace, like, the digital idea. I don't know if it's going to increase performance. I really don't know what they would do to increase performance. Um, I guess my pipe dream is, like Steve was talking about, like, a week ago when we heard about this in private, 
Um, I would love for it to support VR. I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't think it would be a thing necessarily, but I think if it was, it would give developers a whole new reason to develop for Switch, which would be fun. Um, short of that, I really don't know what else they could do in terms of, like, you know, kind of capturing my attention. I usually don't upgrade. I upgraded to the DSi because my DS broke. I upgraded to the 3DS XL because my 3DS broke. Other than that, I usually just stick with what I've got, so... I don't know. It's Nintendo. I guess we'll just kind of wait and see. They usually have a way to kind of surprise and enthuse us, but I don't really have much else and in they... terms of like what I want from it. I'm not really... I probably won't get it. Unless it does something really great. I can't see myself getting it, because I just got this Switch like a yeah. year ago. Like, uh, well, yeah. and you're lucky there, because every time they release something new, I have to have it. Yeah. I hate when you they release I, something new, because it's so expensive for me. Hey, have I sent you my Amazon wish list yet? You keep saying you're going to, yet you haven't yet. <laughs> so, when you, you need to get on that. So what I'm hearing, Steve, is if a podcast were to release weekly t-shirts, you would have to buy all of them every week. That's, uh, that's the vibe yeah. I'm getting. Yeah, no, certain you should, podcasts uh, you should may definitely check okay, out okay, that merch store, week. Steve. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got it. I already, the, bought the, I already bought last week's shirt. I'm, happy. I'm excited to see what we're going to do this week. <laughs> The, the new Switch is going to be compatible with Amiibo 2.0. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so much. That could be the only thing Nintendo could do to, like, completely ruin the Switch. Like, if they, <laughs> if they did something like that, if they get perceived as being, like, money-hungry... Because, I mean, obviously, they already have that reputation like every other company out there. But if they did <laughs> something that ridiculously cruel... It would be like the only way I think to ruin this system's popularity. Like, mm-hmm. you know, be yeah, I already have all those amiibos right there. I don't need any more amiibos. If they're only compatible with a certain one, Steve, sold. Yeah. Um, I had, I had, uh, I was gonna say something during Lucas's, and I should have written it down because I've forgotten, but. <laughs> Um, I mean, I got the new 3DS. I was excited about, you know, the super stable 3D and, you know, Smash Brothers running better and playing Super Nintendo games on the go and all those, you know. Once in a while, I'll get suckered into that sort of thing. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the Switch, you know, kind of like, you know, they got the new iPhone out. I'm happy with my 8 Plus for another year or so. You know, it's like, if I'm happy with what I have and there's nothing out there that's exclusive to whatever's new, then, you know, what's the point? And you know it, clap your hands. (laughs) But, Justin, what if they put, for Switch 2.0 owners only, Super Nintendo Classic Entertainment System games on there? Would you buy it? That would be so scummy. No, because I have a Super NES Classic. That would be that would be the kind of thing they would do that would ruin the system. Seriously, like, all these people are like, "I want to play Super Nintendo," and they're like, "You can if you give us another five hundred dollars." Like that's like, <laughs> like the, the I, oh, NES two point or whatever it was they came out with the the Famicom two that they had back I remember, in the day. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. Um, I could possibly see Nintendo releasing in limited quantities a premium of, of the system that does not that does not enhance performance as much as you know like you guys said like a better screen or you know something like that maybe it's got 
LTE as well as Wi-Fi. Like, I could see Nintendo releasing something like that um, in limited quantity, limited spaces, maybe only through their website. You know, like, this is for the hardest of the hardcore who mm-hmm. absolutely need the best Switch ever and have the money to blow on it. But this is not going to divide our market. It's just something better for you who are willing and wanting to spend that money. But I do not see them coming out with a $500 switch to the general market. I don't see them promoting a $500 switch, and which is why I don't see OLE as a possibility for at least the next few years. See, I have nope. the exact opposite opinion. I think if they were going to release some, like, $350, or I guess 400 I don't know, some relatively cheap system that just performs a little bit better, that would be more of a market division. I think if they Except release some really nice... Your market. But see, then, if you... Then you're getting to PS4 Pro, Xbox see, Scorpio you, problem. Okay, listen, though. That's fine, no. and that's a thing, but it doesn't ruin the market in any way. It just says, hey, here's a version that looks better, here's a version that doesn't look as good. You choose what you want to buy, you can play all the games on it. I, I think it makes perfect sense to release some $800 super system that just looks really pretty. As long as yeah, you don't go then, the 3DS XL route where it's like, oh, you want to play Xenoblade? You have to buy an entire new system. Like, that's dividing the market. That's telling people that they can't get the games they want on the system they want unless they're willing to pay But see, it. But they, see, that's the problem is th- you release a system that doesn't can't do and some developer is going to either release i think a better example would be um hyrule hyrule warriors legends where yes anybody can play this game but you can only play it in 3d or with decent frame rate if you play it on this new system and eventually it's going to get to the point that especially the way the other consoles are going that we're going to get these incremental upgrades that Certain games will be like, well, the game will work better on this one. So either we're going to lock it to this one or you're just going to get stuck with a version of it. And, you know, imagine imagine them doing that with Splatoon. Well, Splatoon 3 is, is enhanced for the Switch, you know, 1.5, which means if you're playing it on a Switch 1.0, you're not going to have as good of a gameplay experience and your online is going to suffer. I don't see them doing that, well, and see, I don't want them to do that. See, I I don't think that that's going to be an issue at all, though, because I don't think this is a matter of no, performance. I think this is a matter of visual effects and looking better. And I don't okay, think that having a better screen is going to okay, affect you, that at all. But and you, even if it was a matter of performance, I don't think Nintendo would allow a game that looks crappy to come out on their regular Switch. I think they're you, better than that, or worse than that. They're incredibly controlling <laughs> what comes out on their system. I don't think they would let something like that happen. I think they're a little more anal about that than we give them credit for. Well, but I don't I don't see the problem is if you make the system perform better for this one thing, it's going to perform better for everything and somebody's going to take advantage of it. Look at what um Well, but you keep uh, saying somebody's fact- going to take advantage of it, but what I'm saying is Nintendo would let somebody take advantage of that. Because if somebody tried to release a looking game on the old system that looks great on the new one, they would say, we're not having that. It has to look good on both systems or it can't play. It can look better on And then they're going to say, all right, then meet... we're going to release it on the PlayStation 4 where it will look better. And we exactly. won't release the Switch And version. then Nintendo would miss out on another third-party game. Which, which is, is why I don't see them enhancing the because Switch. Because they embrace accessibility. 
I just don't think it would be an issue. I think they would just accept the fact that some games would look prettier, but they wouldn't allow garbage to come on their system. They would still monitor that stuff. What happens if this thing comes out and it's like a Switch Lite and then games actually are designed to look because it's like a $100 console? (laughs) <laughs> that's, I mean, that's again, kind of I, what I had been thinking about. I think, <laughs> could be a I thing. think if anything, I almost wonder if it's going to be an entry point to the Switch, kind of like the 2DS versus the 3DS. I almost I wonder if that's it. what it's going to be, is something like Eugene's uh, hinted at, where it's kind of a lighter version of it at a cheaper entry point to get you interested in it. And then, hey, you've got the regular Switch, which actually does everything the light does, if you will. But does it better? And you know, the like not thing, even not even performance based, but I don't the know. The only thing I disagree with from that argument is all the time when people talk about that, they say that Nintendo will make a switch that can't connect to the TV. And to me, like it's in the name. Like you can't not do that. Like it yeah. has to switch. Well, otherwise, three I mean, DS was in switch. the name too, and then they did two DS. Mm. But they called yeah. it two DS. You would have to call Touché. the system something different at that point. It wouldn't be a switch light. It would be a non-switch, or like it'd be the Nintendo you know, Hinge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, just I don't see them making a switch, and this is coming from somebody who literally spends zero time playing on the TV. I think it's too crucial. I think that's their golden goose feature, and yeah, I don't and, see them I mean, removing that in the next year. You know, maybe in and five. I could, and you know, I could see like after they've decided to retire the 3DS. You know, possibly having the they might come out with here's your Switch premium bundle. It locks into the it the into the dock for playing on the TV. It detaches for playing on the go. The controls attach and all that. But for two hundred dollars, here's a portable version or a TV only version. But I, but I'm kind of with Lucas Ooh. on the. I don't see them doing that at least not for a while. Especially as long as they're still, like the 3DS is their entry, is their entry point unit right now. Like you want to play Nintendo games, here is a game system for two hundred dollars or for a 2DS under a hundred dollars, and this will play this huge library of great games. Many great Nintendo games are exclusive to it. Get one of those, and if you like that, come back to us in a year and get a Switch. Here, yeah, the 2DS th- became a thing when there was, like, nobody left yeah. to buy a 3DS. It was like, okay, let's start selling them cheap. Here's a pipe dream idea. What if the dock was wireless? Meaning, what if it was, like, yeah. a Chromecast or something like that, where you didn't actually have to dock the Switch, but it streamed wirelessly to an HDMI dongle somehow? Sign me right up. Like, you, pl- you plug a little thing in your Switch that, like, connects to... Yeah, sign me up no, for the, that. No, 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 the cause... Switch has it built in. You just plug a little adapter into your TV that receives that signal. I love that I'd idea. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I freaking hate setting it would up be hard. Dock. It would be hard as hell to do, and maybe it would only work if you were plugged into a power source on your Switch or something. The, the only but, problem with that is one of the one of the advantages of having the dock is you have no video lag. Also Whereas, true. I mean. I mean, e- even though they tr- did their best to reduce it as much as possible, there was still a lag with the Wii U gamepad because it was wireless. Yeah, and if you don't believe that, play BitTrip Presents Runner 2 on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to play unless you're playing in handheld mode. 
Yeah. But uh, maybe they'd be banking on the fact... First, maybe the technology's gotten a little better. Second, maybe they'd be banking on the fact that enough people would be interested in something like that to take the minor lag. I'd wait for I mean, a wireless controllers. at launch week. Yeah, wireless controllers exist for a reason, you know? All right, Steve, we, we've already established that you will buy because... anything <laughs> that comes in a box... So, yes. you know, if, we'll just. If the box says Nintendo and it's not just Nintendo flavored cardboard, I will buy it. Oh, you'll buy the yeah, Nintendo flavored cardboard. No, I didn't buy that. I'll buy a, I'll buy a uh, wireless controller over a wired one, even if it has the lag, because it's like, hey, you know, I like it being wireless. Like, that's a big thing for me. So, I could see people latching onto that. I don't know if it would be enough to get me to latch onto an entire new system. I would buy a dock. <laughs> I would buy a wireless dock. But, you know. See, I. I wouldn't want a wireless dock because it feels like it defeats the purpose of the dock. Like, to me, the dock is the stationary thing. That's your home base. You drop it in and you got your flawless thing. And I'm not saying there's no market for it. I'm just saying right. personally. Like, I would like the price of the dock to come down. I'm actually looking to get a second dock because I'm setting up my computer room upstairs and I'd like to be able to bring my Switch upstairs, drop it in the dock up there, and play it on the oh, TV up there. That, that's easy. Just buy understand. your girlfriend a Switch and you get a free dock with it. That's what I did. Yes, with, 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 with all my non-existent cool. money. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, actually, since we're probably kind For of For my girlfriend who doesn't play video gonna, games. <laughs> since we're probably kind of winding down on this and the timer's going to die out in a second um just estimate rough estimate what percentage of your time do you spend docked and undocked i'm literally like 99 to 1 undocked i'm probably 75 percent handheld 25 percent docked right now <clears throat> i'm almost entirely docked i pretty much the only time i have time to play video games is after everybody else in the house has gone to sleep and i have access to the tv and well i mean i can't place around sound when she's sleeping on the couch but you know like playing on the big screen is like premium time for me so most of my game playing is on the tv um every once in a while i'll lay in bed and play something but i don't take my switch to work with me and i don't <clears throat> you know i don't play it on the couch plus i play with my kids eugene? sometimes so eugene well, um, I would honestly probably say 50-50. I would say that I play most of my time, like, um, I don't know, in, in the evening on my handheld or whatever, like, you know, late at night or whatever, just laying in bed. But, like, if I, if I have the opportunity, I'm always going to want to play um, docked. And I do have two docks, so, like, I'm, you know, very often taking my Switch with me. And then docking it downstairs when we go downstairs to, like, start cooking dinner or whatever. So that, you know, I, I, I'm one of the rare cases, I think, that is, you know, is 50-50. I, I play this, I guess, I use the Switch as intended, I suppose. Yeah, I think I'm probably, like, I do play it handheld a lot on the weekends. Like, we'll be sitting on the couch being lazy watching TV and I'll be sitting there with the Switch in my hand. Like, I played hours and hours of Breath of the Wild over the weekend handheld, so... I find uh, it funny because I got so addicted to using my Wii U wirelessly or undocked or whatever you want to call it off TV. Handheld, off TV. That that's like what it was I was, called. I was so scared when the new system was coming out. I was like, if it goes back to being on a TV, like I'm screwed because I play everything handheld now. Like the future of console gaming for me is handheld. 
Like, I, I need it to be handheld all the time, or your console is immediately worth a lot less to me. Oh, and how many how many times have you heard me tell my PlayStation stories where the bulk of the reason I got my PS4 was because of remote play between PS4 and Vita, and cross-save yeah. between so you could Vita play, and yeah, PS4 so you could games, play, so I could like, do either way. And yeah, then the exactly. Switch came out. <laughs> like, the idea of having to... I know we're totally off-topic, we're gonna kill this anyway, but the idea of having to sit in front of a TV to play video games to me, like, sucks. That's, like, 90s for me. Like, if you're sitting in front of a TV to play your games, you're doing them wrong. You should be lounging on the couch, in your booty shorts, eating Lay's, and playing Mario Party. But See, do they say is... juicy on the back? And that's I, all I, I've got to say about that. I, I think I think the difference between you guys and and me is I've got kids, I've got stuff that I gotta do around the house, so I don't have a whole lot of time to just lay back and play video games. It, video games for me that. are premium time. I'm going to challenge that because the reason that I play so much handheld is because I spend so much time out in the living room with my family. Like, if I was in my room by myself, I'd probably set up on the TV and play. But I actually play handheld so I can play my game, I'm around my family, I can interact, I can be social. And then when I have to drop something to go help with groceries or cooking or whatever it is I'm doing, I can just turn the system off real quick, set it down next to me, and get back to it. Like, that casual handheld experience that's that's kind of why i do that dan i can't do that i can't sit and play games by myself with the rest of the family <laughs> around i'm either doing what the rest of the family is doing or you know i'm not able to be involved or whatever like like or we're playing games together like i right. was going to play mario party with my family tonight instead we watched a movie i sat here and watched the movie with them so Handheld Meanwhile, I'm sitting here playing Mario Party handheld while I'm talking to you guys. So yeah. <laughs> You are so wild. But I, I feel like we've killed this topic and moved on to a separate topic. So yeah. is it time to move on to Nintendo's guys? I don't know. What is what is yeah. Big Daddy pancakes? Well, I mean we have we have a minute and a half, so do we wanna just like close it off with our final final thoughts here? Like do do if I, I think we've kind of all all said our piece here, but let, maybe we'll close with if Nintendo releases a new handheld, like, are you going to get it? I guess that's kind of hard not knowing what it is, but me personally, like, knowing myself, God, I think I'm going to get it. Like, I really well, do, just because I know who I am nerd. as a person. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I, I can't not get it. It would be uncharacteristic of me not to buy the new system. Yeah. Justin and will, Lucas are probably on the fencers then, right? I will, no, I'm I, I not mean, even unless... on the fence. Like it, it would have to do something amazing. I can almost unequivocally say I will not be getting it unless my switch falls and breaks, and I need a new switch. Yeah. And then I right, I can I can see replacing a switch with it if I need to, or if it does something amazing. But yeah, no, it's it's probably whatever it is. It's probably going to be a pass for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, well then, um, I guess that's it. We don't really need to wait the remaining 30 seconds of our timer. We'll call it right now. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for um, playing along at home if you're watching on twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio. Um, we will move on to the chain... Or no, wait. I forgot about Nintentunes. Lucas is going to take us away for some fun. You forgot yeah. about the best segment to, we do? We're moving on to change the system, and then we're going to be done at 9.30. <laughs> so good night, folks. It's been a blast.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. We are about to break into the only part of the show that people want to watch, which is us doing Nintendo tunes, getting wild and wicky with the. Wi- I lost it halfway through. I'm gonna play <laughs> Nintendo tunes. Wiki, wiki, wiki. We're gonna do exactly getting wild and wicky up in here. We're gonna play some music. Half of the songs are songs you guys recommended because you are patrons at the two dollar level on our Patreon. These gentlemen. Hey. Oh! Kirby. Eugene, what happened? <laughs> Who is it? We just got a new follower. Thank you very much, um, Coyote Eye. Why do you always have to have all these weird names that I got? Coyote Eye. That's Coyote Eye. He's, he's he the was one right with around, uh, I was going to say, yeah, this sounds familiar. He's the one with 1,500 hours in Splatoon. In Splatoon. He's My like Lord. the Splatoon he, god, and he's really good And I'm that. not joking. Look up his profile. Sorry. And he was also a writer on Nintendo Fever. He came on like right after I did back in the day. Anyway, back to Nintendoons. I've got some music here. These <laughs> gentlemen are going to have to guess that music. And whoever gets the most right wins, unless I decide otherwise. Because really, who's paying attention to the points? I guess Justin is. We'll see. Let's play some Nintendoons. All right, round one is going to come to us from the ever-lovely Andy Searson. Um, I'm just gonna dive right into it here, so let's listen to some freaking music from some Mario games. It's Mario. Is it a Mario game? Well, I'm guessing it's not Super Mario Galaxy 1 or 2. It could be! I don't know! Did it? No! Let's see. What Super else? Mario uh, 3D World. Super no. Mario Odyssey. No. Puzzle and Dragons Mario Edition. No. Mario Kart. Mario no. 3D Land. Can we just keep like replaying me going? No. Oh, Smash. Smash 4. No. Smash 5. Would you like another track? Smash 3DS, yes. Yes. Let's, let's do another track. It's not Smash? No. Oh, Sprawl. Smash Brothers Brawl. No. No. Smash 3DS. Shut no. up about Smash. You already Smash said it's not Smash. No. It's got to be something recent. Is it Super Mario Party? gonna be another goddamn Mario song. You're right, it is! I'm really getting upset about this, like... Andy didn't ask me to do this, by the way. I just went ahead and did it. It's like a favorite. <laughs> so... Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Yoshi's New Island? Nope. <laughs> Who is this, Andy? Andy or this fire. Andy. I know, Andy once doesn't I usually do the trolling. Once I play the fourth track, I will start giving you guys hints, because I think the fourth track might give something away. Can we get system at least? No, not until I play the fourth track. Is this Yoshi's Holy World? No, it's no. not. It is obviously none of the things. It's not um, Mario plus Rabbit. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? What? Thank you. 
why would that be? Is this, is this Mario? Oh, 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 is this Fortune Street? Yes! <laughs> yes, it I'm is! <laughs> gonna have to uh, look up the Fortune Street soundtrack because I was kind of liking those remixes. I'm like, why all of a sudden is this, like, oh, not Nintendo? Like, it started turning, and then I was like, wait, why would it do that? You see, I had a plan from the beginning, my friends. <laughs> yes. Thank You're you, Andy, bastard. for once again allowing me to troll with that amazingness. Oh, um, I guess I have to give two. Eugene a point, don't I? Yeah, Thank give you. Eugene, give Eugene a point for that. Thank you, love you. Track number two comes entirely out of my own dark, twisted mind. So away we go. Donkey Kong. Uprising, which I believe That's he also worked on a lot of the Kirby games and Smash Bros, which is why that first track 
sounded so much like something from either Kirby or Smash Bros. Which is why yeah. I'm wondering whether it was the same composer. I'm looking Very at well, it. could have been. I don't know. I actually got that from the music. Yeah, I'm honestly pretty proud of that. Also, my voice situation seems to have been figured out. It's the first one. So, hopefully everything okay. sounds okay now, but just deal with it, I guess. Tell me. There are like seven composers right here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's us go to another game. This one comes to us from Mike, a.k.a. Corky Dog. I guess we'll just go with the first song. Your first hint right off the bat is, I swear we used this one last week, but I don't know for sure. So. Is this Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal? I wish, but no. Diamond, pearl, platinum. No, it's not that. White, old. black, white two, black right two. Yes, black two. No. <laughs> Heart gold, soul silver, ruby, sapphire. I'm just it gonna is, keep it doing really this. Like is, is this a Game Boy game? Yeah. It is a Game Boy game. Yes, it's like straight Game Boy. What else did we do? Is this, oh, is, is this oh, Final, is this Final Fantasy We don't judge about your Game Boy's sexual identity. I think, Luke, I think it, we just it, got it at the same yeah, time. We did. It is. Well, I heard Steve <laughs> first. So, uh, well, what else? Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I heard, I heard well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I heard Steve go, oh, is that that Final Fantasy? And then I heard you scream, yeah. is it Final Fantasy Legends? Uh, so. share, share a point, because we got that at the same time. I'll, I'll let you guys share a point then, if that's what the official verdict clocks in as. If that's what our right. official scorekeeper will allow. Um, uh, well, you guys are tied to two and I have nothing, so. <laughs> Alright, that's no, the score. About a that's typical, the... typical Nintendoons <laughs> for me. Standard Nintendoons fair. Um, Alright, track number four is also a patron suggestion. Probably that one went quick. Um, this one comes to us from Minus 64. It is the game mm. I know the least about, so oh, <laughs> fun with that, I guess. I don't minus, think any of you are going to get this. Minus. Minus. I wrote down, like, a hundred things about this game because I, I knew I was going to have to drop hints like a madman. <laughs> so if you want them, just ask, and we'll go with it. What okay. game is this? Uh, Does this the main character wear gloves? Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, I do not believe the main character wears gloves. I did see a screenshot of the main character. Cannot remember for sure. Don't think so, though. <laughs> All the music is kind of like this, too. So, have fun. Child of Light? No. Oh, that would have pissed Eugene off. Right? Is that even out? Uh, it Wii was on Wii U. And it's coming to okay. Switch this uh, next week. How about we and get consoles? Um, okay. Your console is GameCube, Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, Wii, PS2, Xbox, Windows, Symbian, and Digiblast. So it's licensed because it's for everything. My, I don't play it on a monkey. It came out on Symbian and Digiblast. I don't know what those are, but those are apparently systems that it came out on, so... They sound like sex positions. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's have another ambient noise track. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I missed I missed what um, Nintendo's or what Nintendo console it came out on because I I'm just thinking about Symbian. GameCube, Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, and Wii. So it is or is not licensed. I don't believe it's licensed. If it's if it's licensed, it's a license I've never heard of before. How about genre? Um, I can get you genre. I'm I'm gonna guess simulation because I like guessing genre. Pretty sure it's not a simulation game, but let's find out. There's a reason I'm not winning Nintendo for the year. There's a reason I never win it. <laughs> it is an action game or a platform game, according to Wikipedia. Action Probably depending on which system you played it on. Who Just is the developer? The developer is... Why don't I play a third track for you while we do the developer? Okay. The developer was Edge of Reality. And the publisher? Is <laughs> the publisher was Asper. A-S-P-Y-R. Asper. All right, Minus. This is ridiculous. Asper? I hardly knew her. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, A-S-P-Y-R? A-S-P-Y-R? Aspire? Maybe. Sure. <laughs> that, that sounds better than Asper. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> um, Alright, that helps slightly. Um, I've heard of Aspire. I didn't say I knew what it was, it just said it helps me out a little. <laughs> it helps have, me out. I don't huh? think you guys have... I don't think you guys have guessed it all for this one yet. Do you have guesses? I don't. Uh, what, there's the, guess? I just don't know what to guess. Is it Spyro? Is it? Which, no. The only would thing that's like, coming to my mind would is Asteroid like Creatures. Okay, so this game has a title, and then a. I guess you would call it a subtitle, maybe like a secondary portion of the title. Would you like that secondary portion? I will give you please. that. Please. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, oh Lord. The game please. is called Blank: The Lost Expedition. Shadow Man? Tomb Raider? Nope. Indiana Jones and the last... Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go to the last track because nobody can get this game. Is it your mom? Yes. Well I done, Steve. Your mom. I'm guessing it's expedition. not part of a series then? Is it like a one I've never heard of it. I, well, I, it was I the last one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ugh. Would you guys just like to concede on this one? Yeah. I kind of am going, yeah. I got. I absolutely. gave you. I gave you four of the three of the four words in the title. So, the game is Pitfall: The Lost Expedition. Oh! oh. I, I would have well, never gotten it. You guys don't know what that sound. is, do you? I know Nobody what it is. I know, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Everybody all of a sudden knows Pit, what this game is. Pit, well, Pit, uh, Pitfall was an Atari Pitfall game. Is an old, yeah. yeah, it's an old Atari game. It's an old arcade game. Yeah, it's old So this must have been a sequel or a reboot for this one because this was its own thing. Pitfall the I, Lost I, Expedition. If you had said the mine adventure, I would have known what it was, but I didn't know there was another... 
Pitfall game besides well, Pitfall and there, the Mine there Adventure. There you go. Um, Thanks, okay, Minus! That was, that was track number four. Track number five, again, comes from me. This was a childhood favorite of mine, although it really shouldn't have been. Um, and I don't know if I was able to get the N64 soundtrack or the PC soundtrack. So that's going to be your first hint. They were different, I but I got like the, the only one I could find. So, and you said this was a Lucas? have fun with this. This was a Lucas. So let's dive right freaking into the Lucas world. Not to be confused with LucasArts or Lucasfilm. Bomberman 64? Nope. Yes, Bomberman 64 for the PC. Hugh Adventure. Nope. Is it... it does the I main guess they have 64-bit processes for the PC, so that works. The main character does not wear gloves. However, his counterpart, off of whom I believe he was based, does wear gloves. Does the main character wear a hat? No, he does not. I know this. Well, I know that. that I, I know <laughs> that light motif. Is this like videos? Nope. Going a little too far in the future. This game was only on N64, Windows, and Game Boy. 64 what and what? Windows. Windows and Game Boy. Is this Tetris by any chance? No. Would you like a second yeah. track? Yes. I don't really care. I'm giving you a second track. Today? It's playing. It's playing. I know, right? <laughs> um, would you like? Do we have developer? genre? I could give you. I could give you genre, or I could give you developer and publisher. It's genre. a twofer. Which do you want? You want genre? I would genre. categorize this as an action slash platformer, three D platformer. Hmm. Really should have gone with publisher and developer. And you said N sixty four and PC. Yes. And, and Game, Game Boy. Boy, apparently. But I don't remember that version. I had the N64 version. I really liked this game. It, I, I, it was hard. I wasn't very good at it. But I liked it. Let's get Can we get another track? Yeah, I only have one more track, but yes, absolutely. It, is it Gex? It is not Gex, but you're in the right, like, you would rent this game from Blockbuster Ballpark. <laughs> Oh, wait. Is this a Simpson something? No, it is not a licensed game. Your third and final hint, or however many hints this was, is that this game was both published and developed by Ubisoft. Rayman? It is not Rayman, but I believe this game was built on the Rayman engine. Assassin's Creed. Because just like Rayman... This main character had no limbs. 
don't know if any of you have... Well, you know what? None of you may have played this game, but you've all at least heard it mentioned before, because I tend to guess it a lot on Nintendo. The only thing I can think of is Vectorman or Thunderman. This was a... This was a more obscure one. No. I don't, I don't think you guys are gonna get this one. I don't know if any of you have it's ever not, really heard of I this game. I can't think of any other like wrist star. No. Yeah, I give up. Is it right. ca cameo? It's not cameo. Good guess though, really. Solid guesses. I'm impressed. Um. All right. We're we're calling this one. Yeah. yeah. Best of the three of you. This was called Tonic Trouble. It was basically I've heard of that game. game. You've heard of it because I guess it like every week. I've so heard of, of it like in existence, but I've never played it. Play as a kid. Yeah, Tonic Trouble. It was actually kind of cool. I'd kind of recommend it, but it's probably aged horribly. Anyway, this next one isn't by me. This is Malik Emrys. Final Fantasy last week. <laughs> <laughs> Give that man a point. Let's, let's not forget the game that he guesses every single week he didn't even get last week. So. Exactly. Shows you what Which I'm doing during the show. Grab so, by the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what does that make score total? Is Steve winning? Three to um, yeah, two. Yeah, he's now officially winning. Wow, three I to can't two. Be right. Yep, All right. three to two to nothing. God, I have a Keep it going. Austin during the show. Apparently. This next one, gentlemen, is my favorite game in the entire lineup tonight. It comes from James Done. Brown, Corrupted. Enjoy. That's all I have to say about that. I only have two tracks for this one. Oh, it was funky, oh, Medina. It was definitely funky. God, you hear us thinking. I know, I'm like... Would you like the second track, and then we can start going through him? Yeah, let's do that. Alright. Like, your first hint, yes, I do believe this game was made in the 80s. Oh god, it's pretty advanced music for this. Yeah, yes! Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> so 
is a game that I've only heard of by reputation. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Here it comes. Here it comes. I knew this had to be a CD-ROM game by by the fact that it sounded so good in the 80s. Right? This is Night Trap. Would have been 90s, but. Justin, I get a little half of my slot. Why do you get half of You didn't even guess. I told you Steve where it was. Gets, when? Steve gets Steve gets a half a point that's imaginary and only redeemable in his head. That's right. But it <laughs> is already, there. Steve doesn't get a half a point because he's already winning. <laughs> that's why the point is imaginary and in his head. <laughs> Justin gets a physical point, which is redeemable for Lucas Bucks at any Lucasland establishment. <laughs> All right. Moving on to track number eight. Thank you again for that corrupted, by the way. That was that made my like week. That was good. Um, one. <laughs> This next one is our last patron suggestion. It is track number eight on my list, and it comes to us from Jay-Z Beast. Good oh freaking luck. boy. He specifically asked that I don't give away specific hints too early in, so let's see how this goes. Uh, that's how it goes. Guacamole? Damn, no, but that's exactly that. what he wanted you to guess. Oh, damn he it, said, play this. He said, play this so they'll think it's guacamole. <laughs> Which is exactly why I didn't guess guacamole, because I knew it was going to be too obvious. What is this? Is this Coco, the video game? No, but... It's eerie how close you were in terms of like the name. Don't don't go off of that too much. It only really works in my own weird head, but I'll explain it afterwards. Just keep <laughs> thinking like a normal person for now. So it's not guacamole. What is it? Is it guacamole? The only. I love that it's like the only game you can think of with Spanish music. Can we have No, it's not Guacamelee 2. Would you like a different song? Please. Yeah, please. Oh, Guitar Hero 3. Say what? Or is it a Guitar Hero game? 3, no. 4. Good guess, but no. Like, just, 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 like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, you know, here we are doing it. This doesn't sound licensed, it sounds like music written for you. Well, I can tell you that the band is Avenged Sevenfold, so if it's, if it's, if it's written for the game, they hired them to write this song. Yeah, this is definitely Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, is it like FIFA or Madden or something like that? No, but you are right in that it's a game that we don't generally think of being so when you think of the game. Oh, this is probably chalk or something. Right? No, good guess. I like the confidence. Would you like a, a hint? Would that do you well? Yeah. This 
game came out on Wii U, 360, PS3, and Wii. Is, is it a Need for Speed game? It is yeah, not. The developer. I can give you the Well, if I give you the developer, it's going to give it away. So let's save that for like the very last minute flash round. This is definitely an EA or an Activision game because it's all licensed music. It is. Don't the you put that face on the reason is. Steve was the reason Steve was close with Coco is because the first two letters of Coco are the first two letters of this game if you agree with me. Oh! Is this Call of Duty? Is this Black Ops? It's Black Ops 2, but I'm gonna give it to you. Yes it is! Damn. You must turn it wow. up. Wow! Let's turn that Jay-Z. off before we get struck with any more copyright bans. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't any like, like musical score to Black Ops. Like they didn't have any instrumental orchestral music. Oh no, they did. He specifically requested that I only use this, though. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds about right. This is coming from the guy who predicted that Eugene would get Squacamelee, so, you know. He knows um, what's up, right. apparently. So, we are now at a 3-3-1, going into round 9. I have 11 rounds this time, so it is still technically anyone's game. Um, this next one and the preceding games all come from me, so have fun with that, I guess. And away we go. This is a Lucas. Just gonna throw it out there. Binding of Isaac? No, good guess though. It sounds oddly Disney or Tim Burton or something. Hmm. Would you like a second track? Is this Epic Mickey again? Epic Mickey 2? No, but that would be be. really epic. So much. Let's go to a second track. This better not be Olaf's Frozen Adventure or some stupid-ass Frozen game. (laughs) Not a stupid-ass Frozen game. Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess. Nope. Child of Light? Nope. Is this Skyrim? No. I'm gonna be mad because you've been playing this, haven't you? 
Uh, no, I have not. I have played it, though. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a third track, and then we can start dropping some hints. boyfriend or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, your, your first hint is that this game came out on Switch, PlayStation, 4, Xbox One, and Windows. I hate you right now. What is this? Okay, I'll did play this a four song for you. Okay, okay. No, seriously now. I'm gonna play a four song for you. I want you all to listen. All three of you know this song very well, just not in this form. So listen and pay oh attention, and someone is going to get this game. Okay. you why the Canadian theme is 8-bit, but I promise you, it was very well executed in that game, so go <laughs> oh, play it already, Steve. Yes, congratulations, Justin, you get the point. Um, South Park, the Fractured Butthole. What the? Um, okay, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where the, the did song that before Japanese that, music come from? The song before that was the Princess Kenny boss battle, where you have to fight Princess Kenny in his magical anime girl princess outfit. That looks suspiciously I, like Zelda. Apparently, I have to play this game. Surprise you that that's in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going on to track well, number ten. It is now. It is now three. Yes. That explains why we all just busted up laughing. It was amazing. <laughs> um, it is now three to three to two. So this is actually getting exciting. Uh, track number ten. Super Mario Party. Nope. I actually had friends suggest these last two because I remember doing this. Is this a Nintendo 64 game? No, it is not. Talk over the parts that like we give it away. But, okay, let's do another track. 
our loss. Technically, it's an Emily, but it is mostly a Lucas. God, this sounds so much like uh, Super Mario RPG, but I know it isn't. It's not Super Mario RPG. Would you like uh, hints? Yeah, let's. Can we have console, maybe? It was only on GameCube. Well, there were my chances. Is this. third track while you cause you to do some platforming, but generally speaking, I would not define this game as a platformer game. So what would you define this as, Lucas? Star uh, I might define Star. it as a party game. So would this party be Mario party. party 4, 5, 6, or 7? It is Mario Party 6. So... Ah! I guess just ah! in are we all tied literally right now? It like, is a 3-3-3 yeah. three, three, three I mean, tie, which is why I'm really I happy mean, I have an 11th crack. Sure. I mean, if you want to consider that a win, sure. All right. Um, let's go to track number 11. This is the last I am, one I have. I am not I am not about this right now. If I do not get a I, point this week, I'm going to be upset. I if think I this do is not going win to... this week, I'm not going to be the least bit surprised. I think this one is going to go quick, so perk up your eardrums, boys and girls. Oh! Oh! Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? Yes! Holy no! crap! No! Justin, no! no! You Justin have no idea how. No, no, moment, no! You have no idea. From the moment I heard that kind of distant tone, I had that game on the tip of my tongue and was not ready to commit to it. Wow! <laughs> I sat on that for about 10 seconds. That's super cool! That was, that was a come from behind win! He had one point going into round 9. He won round 9, 10, and 11. I am speaking. I, 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 no! No! Congratulations, sir. I need a beer. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, that was That's fun. That's a very clear beer. And now I know what this, this week's t shirt is going to be. Water. I now know what this week's t shirt is going to be. Stay tuned. <laughs> we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Infendo Radio currently doesn't have any sponsors. If you would like to sponsor Infendo Radio, please contest us as tips at InfendoRadio.com. Speak to Eugene. All right, we are back. 
Um, so, if you're wa- we're listening to us live on twitch.tv slash radio, well then, heh, you are in for a treat, because you have a chance to win a t-shirt that we're about to give away here on infendo.com, so let's do it right now. We're about to pick a winner, and that is going to be, well, let's see, let's push this button here. Whoa, well, look at that wheel spinning. Hey, it was Koyudai. How did we decide Kayudai. that we were going to... How did K- we... Koyudai. 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 In our chat. Thank you very much for giving that to us, or for being with us in the chat tonight. You guys, you are the winner. If you want to redeem your shirt, you can click on the link right there in the chat and choose your size. So uh, let us know how that goes, actually, because this is our first time doing the giveaway. And it was fun. Um, we had a lot of entries. Thank you very much for um, Slacker Monkey, Corrupted, Koyudai, AJ Searson, um, Rose of Death, Fat Sack 51, Eli Ark Girl, Snazzy One, and Jay-Z Beast for entering the giveaway. Woo-hoo! And we had a lot of people enter. Yeah, we sure did. It was great. All right. With that, we are going to move into the question block. Um, If you want to enter the question block and give us some questions to talk about on the show, you can too by going to patreon.com slash infendoradio, just like Malik Emeris did. Why don't you read his question for us, whoever we decided was going to read that question. (laughs) Steven? Malik Emerson's question. All right. Sorry, I thought we were doing minuses first. It was first on the list. Always informed here at Nintendo Radio. So so glad we had Mal- this little meeting. Malik Emrys asked the all the the single most important question we've ever had on this show. Also, oh, one of the most important questions we've ever had on Nintendo Fever because oh, we've sister, been asking the same question over station. there. Malik Emrys asks us, Super Mario World or Donkey Kong Country? The correct and only acceptable answer, the Infendo-approved answer to this question, is Donkey Kong Country. Well, but what is the question? Which is better? I mean, Donkey Kong Country probably wouldn't be what it was if it hadn't had the precedent of Super Mario but, World set. But it doesn't I think matter. this is... I think it the, is I think Donkey the, the, Kong Country. I think... I think the crux of this question is which game is better in your mind. I think that's what we're going with here. And in my um, mind, it's Donkey Kong Country. It's I've always said I've always said Super Mario World is the better game, but if I was trapped on a desert island, I would get more replayability out of Donkey Kong Country. Do with that what you want. I, th- I think I have to mirror um Lucas on that one, or Echo Lucas, as it were, since this is an audio podcast. Echo Fighter. But, um, also, but, yeah, because, uh, I mean, honestly, with all exits and things to find and levels to Host do and game. all that, Super Mario World is definitely a better crafted game, but I get a hankering for Donkey Kong Country far more often, and that music is just so, like, that's, that's, that's my jam, man. I even I will, have a will, CD called DK Jams. It's the soundtrack. <laughs> I will also point out that this is a flawed poll because, and I've said this before too. We have Mario World, we have Donkey Kong Country, but if uh, Sonic CD was on the list, I would pick that. So you know, 
I mean, Lucas it's all well is alone and good. in that one. I do not echo that particular it's, opinion. <laughs> it's all well and good, but if we're choosing from the best platformers, I think that uh, Sonic CD should be on the list because I would take that over either of these games. But I never beat you know, Sonic it is what CD. It is. I have Sonic CD on like three or four different systems, but I've never beaten it. Darn good game. All right, Eugene. Eugene. So the, these two said Super Mario was a better game. Donkey Kong Country is the one they go back to. What do you say, Gosh, Eugene? It's Donkey I Kong would, Country all the way, right? I would say that, um, gosh, I have to go with Donkey Kong Country for the music and all that stuff, kind of like you were saying. But I have to recognize that Super Mario World has the better gameplay. Like, it, it just does. It, it, I, if Super Mario World had, like, the same collectible type of stuff as, like, um, Donkey Kong Country, then maybe that'd be a different story, you know? But, like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that's I think that's the only thing that Super Mario World is missing that Donkey Kong Country has, you know. See, see and I have to agree. Super Mario World does have the better design, you know, the tighter levels, the tighter controls. But all in all, I still think that Donkey Kong Country is the better game. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, and again, that's the game that I go back to the most. Like, there's just certain. Donkey Kong Country has some of the most memorable between both of those franchises. Like, there are times where I'll pop in Donkey Kong Country because I want to play a specific level. I don't get that with Super Mario World. Super Mario World, to me, is just a a whole experience. Like, the only thing I ever go back to and replay is, you know, Bowser. Whereas See, Donkey Kong Country, I'll jump in and play like this the first snow level and the water level. I'll disagree with you on that one. I think Donkey Kong Country 2 has some amazing levels, and I think it's a that better too. game than Super Mario yeah. World. But Donkey Kong Country 1, as somebody who didn't grow up with it, as somebody who played it like for the first time in his 20s, I honestly find the level design kind of bland. It's, it's very much on par with Super Mario World's well-designed, but not particularly interesting levels. As opposed to 2, which had a lot more gimmicks and things to keep me interested, different environments, and so, you know. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that um, 2 did not have that would have put it, like, if it had it would have been, like, no contest, is the multiple exits, the branching levels, the warps and stuff like that. Like Super Mario World's great just for going back and replaying levels to find that secret exit and going back. But like Donkey Kong Country it's still very linear. You go from one, two, three, four, five, and then Donkey Kong Country three did that, but it wasn't as good. It was just boring. And you had to play as a baby. <laughs> I, Even though uh, we already had a character called Donkey Kong Jr., that would have been perfect. For th- anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's move on to our next question. Why don't you take us away with minus 64? Why don't I take us away with minus 64? Who asks as his question, which is a question he has <laughs> asked... Oh, you know what? When uh, my computer crashed, I lost my Zoom chat, so I don't have his question. <laughs> Justin, take I that think... question away! All right. I think we figured out the problem. <laughs> um, Minus64 asked, what is one unannounced game for the Switch you would like to say? 
and I've been saying it ever since we started getting Wii U ports, Super Mario Maker. Um, I actually played a little bit of Super Mario Maker a couple of weeks ago and remembered just how much I love Super Mario Maker and how perfect it would be for the Switch. Um, I want Super Mario Maker. I don't care whether it's a port or a full-blown sequel. I want them to say it's coming out. It's probably not going to come out before the end of the year. Let's face it. There's already been announced, but... If there was another game I'd plunk 60 bucks on, it'd be Mario Maker. Right. Or top-down Zelda. Mm, I um, I want the, uh, the one unannounced game that I've always been thinking of and I will continue to think of forever until they release it is Metroid Dread. Do you guys remember that? It was supposed to be a oh, DS game that was a 2D Zelda or 2D Metroid like back in the like for um super, like kind of like back in the SNES style and everything like that and there was like an E3 um I think leak or something like that or it was like on like a sheet or something like that and it said Metroid Dread and nobody ever talked about it after that and I still want it. Give it to me. Who was developing that? I don't, there there was literally nothing about it except for I think it was like on a on like a pamphlet or something it said Metroid Dread and then like TBD or something like that and I think that's literally so, it. I have a so, feeling that most of the stuff from that game probably got put into another Metroid game because that's just how they fly but So I remember I, I remember the name. I don't remember anything else about it. I might have misunderstood the question. I thought it was like, what game that is a game but hasn't been announced yet for Nintendo? Do you want to see oh, Nintendo? Yeah, which, that was kind of what I was reading. For. If that's the question, I don't know, man. Maybe like a new Fallout or something, or a port of a Fallout that already exists. I would take Fallout. If if I can just say like a game I want to come out on Switch, give me Kid Icarus Uprising 2. Give me that and I'll be happy. But yeah, um, I mean, if, we're, if we're talking like third-party ports... I can list off a few of them. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2! Yeah, that's not going to happen. Assassin's <laughs> Creed, Black Flag. Um, and what was the fourth one? Fallout 3. Uh, I would definitely get that. I've heard... I've never Black played. Flag Those are did come out on a Nintendo system, just not on Switch. But, it, but not Switch. But I yeah. think the question was which game that hasn't been announced for an Nintendo game. Which, what is one not? unannounced game for the Switch you would like to huh? see just drop this out? Alright. Mine is one I've talked about before. I was hoping we would get it as an E3 announcement available now type deal. We didn't. I want that Zelda HD trilogy of Skyward mm. Sword, Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker HD. Mm -hmm. I don't even care if it's a trilogy. I just want Skyward Sword HD. I got the other two in HD. I just want Skyward Sword. Yeah, I'll I'll take that too. I would prefer Skyward Sword. I'm pulling my Wii out. My Wii U out. Yeah, I'll do you one better. It doesn't have to be HD. Just give me Skyward Sword on my Switch, and I'm happy. (laughs) They need to add Amiibo support, though. Because no, I'm they really... don't. They just need to give me the game. <laughs> no, I'm they not need to streamline it a little. The amiibo. It needs to have amiibo support. I pulled yeah. over on the freeway to pre-order this amiibo when it came out. Oh my god, I remember and... that actually. All right. Well, now that we finished with sad stories of Steve, 
Um, <laughs> send me your wish list. <laughs> Speaking of sad stories of Steve shopping, and before we get out of question block, um, the tea of the week, this week's tea of the week, is about to go up on the shop. Check it out. We will be tweeting out an image of it soon. The title is Justin Wins Nintendoons. I will leave you to see what that's all about. Oh, I no. You, it's a good one, so go check Why that out. Why do I feel out. slightly offended? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Forget about it. All right. Well, that's we all I got to say the, about that, um, so. with yeah, we are done with the question block a little early. It's fine. Um, but if you want to join the question block and contribute a question, go to patreon.com slash radio and you can too. All right. We are about to change the system. Um, this is a segment where we talk about all the games we've been playing, Nintendo or otherwise. Um, Steve, what games have you been playing this week? Well, um, there's this game I've been playing a lot of. It's called Hyrule. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that I this was week. Gonna, I was about to say, Steve, <laughs> you're fired. No, I actually, you'll be proud of me, you guys. I haven't played Hyrule Warriors this week. Um, I, I've been working with my capture card. I've been working on live streaming. Um, you may have seen a live stream go up last night. For those of you that were there, thank you. Um, Lucas and I started playing Monster Hunter again. I have not put enough time into that game. I was very disappointed when we looked at my time last night, and I'm only at 55 hours, and I'm only at HR4. So, that's a game we're getting back into. Um, that's just such a good game. Like, I forget how good it is until we start playing it again. I don't know how Hyrule Warriors managed to pull me away from it, but it did. Um, the other game that I've been playing a lot, and I actually streamed this one a little bit on my Twitch channel before we did the... Uh, uh, Monster Hunter stream. I've been playing Runner 3, a game that I have not actually played since launch because it's a very, very difficult game and I forgot how hard it is. But I found a first run of the game at Best Buy, and the first run of the game includes a mini soundtrack sampler for a soundtrack I've already bought. Um, it comes with a little commander video keychain that lights up, it comes with an instruction manual. And the manual's cool because it shows all the characters that are available in the game, but the three hidden unlockable characters that are supposed to be surprises, you know that gray stuff that you scratch off the back of a gift card or like a Pokemon code that you redeem for a Pokemon? It's got the gray that stuff, on there. it's delicious. And you can actually scratch it off and reveal those characters, so it actually has an anti-spoiler thing built into the manual, which is actually pretty cool. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. There, all right, I'm done. God. Justin and his Disney. <laughs> um, holy crap, you guys, that game is hard. There are a set of levels in that game called Impossible Levels. I have unlocked one of them so far, and I played it for a little bit with my wife watching before I started the stream, because I wasn't ready to start streaming yet last night. I died 63 times in that one playthrough of that level, and I did not get more than 7 seconds into that level. And I died 63 times. Because the game is nice enough to show you each time you die how many times you die. Because it's one of those awesome games like that. <laughs> um, so the game is structured a little bit differently, though, than Runner 1 and Runner 2 were. 
You've got the main levels, which play just like Runner 2 did. So it plays like an Endless Runner. You're jumping over obstacles, you're ducking under obstacles, you're kicking certain obstacles, you're launching off launch pads. And, you know, it's just all you do is run. And then at the end of the level, if you've gotten all the gold bars, all of the boom boxes, and there's something else you have to get. I can't remember. But if you get all of those, then you get a chance to get what's called a perfect plus. And that's by hitting the bullseye at the end of the level. But you only get access to that cannon if you collect everything in that level. So if you watch the stream that's on my channel at twitch.tv slash gentus from last night, you will see me play a single level in that game. I play it for 33 minutes. You watch me restart multiple times every time I miss something. Um, and the cool thing about that game is it's one of those games kind of like I've talked about with Mutant Muds where it's so expertly crafted and precise that when you die, it's your fault. It's because you messed up the timing or you missed that jump or you didn't use the right move at the right time. So it never feels unfair or punishing, except for those impossible levels. Those are unfair and punishing. Um, but then in addition to that, it's got VHS tapes that are hidden. I, I don't know how many are in each world yet, because I'm only like five levels into the first world. But evidently, there's you know X amount of VHS tapes that you can collect. And for each one you collect, it unlocks an entire world inside the retro game. So you've basically got two different games in one. Uh, the the normal game plays like an endless runner. The retro game plays like an action platformer. So it plays completely different. It's got a completely different soundtrack. Both soundtracks, the retro and the regular, are sold on iTunes as separate albums. And I think they're sold on Bandcamp and Google Music and all those. But man, is that a good game. Um, I do have to say this much, though. It is not a game for everybody. If you do not like super hard games, you're not going to like this game. Um, it feels, as we have in our review policy, it definitely feels like a genre enthusiast need only apply type game. Because I don't think that any of you guys personally, without any history with the series, kind of like I have, I'm not mm -hmm. sure that any of you guys would get into it, it, it aside from the fact it's got really good music. But if you want to see what it's all about and see if it's something you might be interested, uh, head over to my Twitch channel because that's where I'll be streaming that game as the work on it. Awesome, awesome. Um, beyond that, I picked up Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga for 3DS. I haven't turned it on yet. And I tried to, to start South Park Stick of Truth, but I needed an Ubisoft account to uh, get Ubisoft. some... Ubisoft. No, it's Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft. Justin is giving Ubisoft. you a suggestion for how and to eat. And you do... True. <laughs> and I and I don't be soft. Um Jeez. but it there are some costumes that are locked behind the Ubisoft account and yeah, I had a hell of a time signing up for that, so I haven't got to start that game yet. Well, I will um I'll jump on if that's what we're doing, because I feel like mine kinda intersects with you, Steve. Is that cool? Everybody yep. good with that? Cool. Um I've been playing Monster Hunter with Steve. We really only played the one night, but we played. It was fun. We streamed on Infendo for like two hours. Um, Andy was our spiritual guide for most of that. He hung out with us while he did his thing at work. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had, was it Plague Season that joined us right at the end? I'm trying to remember. I want to say yeah, it was Plague I, Season. We had Andy. We had Plague Season. Rose was there in the beginning. Rose was and there. Slacker Monkey was also there. Slacker Monkey. Monkey. 
So yeah, we actually had a few people. We were chatting with them. Well, Steve was chatting with them. I was sitting there like saying, Steve, what are they saying now? Which is going to make for a really yeah. good video. You should go check that out. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> it's still really good. I discovered that aerial bow is like the best thing ever. I had put off like the ranged weapons, but I freaking love aerial bow. So that's my new obsession for the next like 500 hours. Um, I've only really been playing, well, I've been playing three other games. Twilight Princess is still a thing. We have made it to Zant's castle in Twilight Realm, so we're close. We got both of the souls, but we still have to go in and kill Zant. That's a fun game. I still like it. Not really much else to say about that. It's like a 10-year-old game. Actually, 12 years old now. Um, Binding of Isaac, however, is a slightly newer game that is still really, really good. Like, it's great just as like a rogue, whatever, roguelike or whatever they call it game. Kind of like random dungeon crawler. But like... The developer has really embraced the whole, like, lore thing that goes along with it. And it's just, it's a dark game. Like, the whole game is, like, your twisted psychological fantasies as you're, like, suffocating in a chest, hiding from your abusive mother. And I've seen the final ending. I haven't gotten the final ending, but spoiler alert, the final boss is supposed to represent, like, the white light at the end of the tunnel. So you know what's happening, and, like, oh, it's it's so good! I really want to finish this game. Um, I've made it farther than I've ever made it before. I am, like, one or two more Satan fights, which is going to sound weird for anybody who doesn't know what Binding of Isaac is. I'm, like, one or two more Satan fights away from being able to unlock the Lost, which is a super weird secret character. Um, I've made it to the Blue Womb, which is a whole new area I've never been to before. Um, that boss is ridiculously hard. He has, like, six times as much health as anybody else. But it's a good game. I'm really loving it. I can't wait to totally say I've finished it because I want to finish that game. Um, the last game I've been playing that I really want to talk about before we finish off here is Super Mario Party. Um, I love it so much, guys. Like, I was so nervous. I booted up, and I get into a match, and they're like, choose your characters you want to play with. And I'm like, I don't want to choose from, like, a default list. I want to choose my own. And then, like, I go left, and it's like, oh, look, my own characters. Yay, that doesn't suck. Then I play through, like, the first turn on the board game, and I'm like, oh, no, I hope there's mini games in this. And, like, there's mini games in this. And it's like everything about it that I was afraid of was like, it's good. It's a really good game. Um, they have this, like, partner system. I know, like, everybody here has played it, I feel like. But they have this partner system now where you can, like, get buddies who give you dice, and, like, every character has their own die that, like, rolls a specific way. And, like, there's mini-games that are specifically designed to have, like, teammates and stuff, so you can have, like, 5v5v5v5 mini-games. All of the extra events are a lot of fun. The rafting game is fun. The rhythm game is just, like, playing Rhythm Heaven. Like, it's just, it's a solid game. And I'm so happy, because, like, Mario Party is actually fun again. And I've done, like, everything there is to do in it because I really enjoyed it. So I've got all the gems and I've beaten all the things. I'm trying to beat River Rafting on hard, but, you know, that's a thing. But I love this game so much. Oh, yeah, freaking, like, the River Rafting segment is hard by itself. Then they introduce a hard version of it, and that's, like, freaking almost impossible. So that's the challenge right now. But, Mm -hmm. man, it's such a good game. Like, I love it so much. It's fun to play with other people. It's fun to play with myself. I'm trying to convince Steve to stream it when we do a minigame thing. I don't know if he's going to want to do it, but I'm going to keep pushing him till he does it reluctantly. (laughs) Um, It's it's fun. I really like this game. And I finally get Mario Party back. Now maybe they can fix Paper Mario and, like, it'll be like they did nothing wrong. So I'm in a good place right now. No no, uh, No complaints. 
Oh yes, um, Paper Mario. That'd be another great game for them to announce before Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna jump right in here and, and cut out Justin before he goes. And Justin, you're gonna go last. That's, but I don't really have about right. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about anyhow. But I do want to um, highlight. Dragula, oh, Dragilia, whatever the hell that game's name Dragula is. Dragula Lost. Yes, Dragula Lost by Rob Zombie. Um, actually, that game is really good. I like it a heck of a lot. And let me tell you why. Um, it is, you know, there's not really a whole lot to it. It's kind of a, your typical top-down, isometric, um, I guess, uh, hack-and-slash type of game. It, it's somewhat Zelda-esque, I suppose. But the thing is about this game that I really like is the controls are like spot on. And I did a little bit of research about this. Actually, I guess it's the company that um, that uh, made this game. I, I forget their name. But they have a patent on the way the controls work, apparently. And that's probably part of the reason why Nintendo snatched them up, I would imagine. But anyways, what's really cool about it is um, you put your, your finger on the anywhere on the screen. And then you drag your your um, your finger, and then you would think that it works like any other virtual joystick type game. But what's different about it is there is like a an arrow that will go across the screen, and it'll get bigger the further your um, you know you are away from from dragging it from the center point where you first touched. And then that's how you like run and walk and everything like that, which is really neat. And then, um, you know, just to to attack you, you just, you know, t- touch the screen and then you attack it. It, it's, it seems like it's any other game, but when, when, you, other, when you play it, it feels really good. So um, I've actually been really into this game. It's my pooping game lately. Um, I that's will... high praise. Yeah, dude, it's hell. I have a Switch, so I can be pooping with with anything if I want these days. But, um, yeah, it's it's really cool. I have not put any money into it yet. Um, one thing now that you're I, pooping with power. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one thing that I really do like about this game, though, is, and I think I might have mentioned it last week, but um, I don't. there is a story to it. And um, it's kind of neat. That, like, there's this, uh, you know, you are traveling with your sister, and then this masked, masked character comes, and then the mask falls off, and then you notice that the masked character looks a lot like your sister, and then, you know, the story begins. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. But if I don't want to hear all that garbage, all I, I, I can hit the skip button, and I don't miss anything necessary. It's really neat because it'll tell me, okay, you met this person in the woods and they told you this and now you have to go do that all in like a little paragraph instead of having to read, you know, all the dialogue, which I really do appreciate, especially on a mobile game, right? Because I don't have, I don't poop for 15 minutes every time. So sometimes I want to get right into the gameplay. Every time. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I I highly recommend it. It's free. I haven't really seen what the, like, um, free-to-play hooks are. Like, I know that you can put money into the game. I haven't yet. So, um, you know, the more that I play into the game, I'll probably, um, you know, check back in on that more. Um, other than that, I have been playing Mario Party, and I do want to talk about that as well. Man, Mario Party is so good. I love it so much. Oh my god, it's so much fun. And um, it is way more fun 
by yourself than any Mario Party has been in a long time for me. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, I, obviously it's a good thing, but I don't know, like, why that's such a good thing to me. Because it's a Mario Party, right? You should be playing with people. But I like to well, play by myself, and it's for still me, fun. For me, it's like... It's like a necessary thing because all my yeah. friends are jerks and nobody wants to play Mario Party. So it's like, yay! <laughs> yeah, it's so good, guys. I love Mario Party so much. How the hell did I hit my timer? Uh, no, it, it, I love Mario Party so much. I haven't played with the guys yet on the online yet. I do definitely want to give that a go. I haven't played all the modes yet, but... We did get together with a group of, how many were there? I think there was like six of us. So we were, you know, doing kind of pass the controller type of deal. And um, we played a board game mode and we played um, 10 rounds. Like the minimum, I think, is 10 rounds. And it lasted about 45 minutes, maybe an hour long or something like that. It was like right at the perfect time. Woo! That was some fun gaming, guys. Um, I haven't had a multiplayer session like that in a long time. It was a blast. Like, you get people, like, you know, with their little tiny Joy-Con, and then they have to, like, you know, make their movements to row the boat. Oh, my God, it's just so fun. So fun. (sighs) Justin, save me for myself. (laughs) All right. Well, I haven't been playing a whole lot exciting, so mine's probably going to be short. Got sucked into Breath of the Wild again, so that's mostly what I've been playing. I have Super Mario Party. I haven't booted it up yet. I've been waiting for an opportunity to actually play it with my kids because I've never thought of Mario Party as being a single-player game, so I haven't bothered trying to play it by myself. Um, So I got nothing to say on that. Um, uh, I did play a little bit of something that came out today, sort of. Um, Nintendo uh, updated their NES uh, collection on the Switch and included a special edition for um, The Legend of Zelda. Um, by special, I think they mean the other ver- the other meaning of special because this is basically The Legend of Zelda easy mode. It's not a complaint. But you start the game with the blue mail, uh, the white sword, 255 rupees, eight bombs, the meat, a red potion, and um, the bow, I believe. Um, Boy, that is so, easy. Or, <laughs> it takes all so, the grind out of it. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's really what it is. It takes all the grind out of it. But it doesn't give you anything. Oh, and the the blue candle. It's based. Yeah, it basically takes all the grinding out of it. Because like the way I started Legend of Zelda, once I learned how to play it, was I start out saving up two hundred and fifty five rupees, go and buy the blue tunic. Then I save up one hundred and sixty rupees, go and buy the the magical shield. Then I save it. So basically, it cuts out like the first hour or two's worth of grinding that you do, just saving up money. And spending on things that'll make the game easier. Um, So it doesn't really break the game. Oh, well, it does break the game in the fact that it also starts you out with, like, eight keys. I don't like that because that breaks the dungeons. So you don't have to explore every single room of the dungeon. But I suppose the fact that you could just go out and buy keys anyway kind of broke the dungeons in the first place. So, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. 
But so yeah, if you've always wanted to play the original Legend of Zelda but found it too difficult or too grindy or too confusing, try out the Legend of Zelda special in the uh, NES Switch uh, online thing, whatever the hell they call that thing. Um, beyond playing the Legend of Zelda and the Legend of Zelda, really haven't poured a whole lot of time into much of anything. So, uh, unless I think of something before we do our outros, I think my uh, change the system is done. <laughs> well, fair enough. See, I didn't think I was going to take up my timer, but it's because I was uh, stealing yours. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, thank you guys, one and all, for joining us for Infendo Radio. This is the part where we tell you where all the things are, where you can follow us. But I'm only going to um, plug one thing this week because I really only want you guys to do one thing for us. I want everybody to go to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio and follow us. We actually got a few uh, followers during the show. Thank you for um, that. Actually, our follower freaking won a giveaway this week. The person who, who um, followed us right in the middle of the show. So like, hey, there's that. So there's a chance for you to win some cool stuff. <laughs> Go to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio today and, you know, maybe even buy a shirt. Lucas is hard at work right now. I can see it in his glasses. Ching. Uh, <laughs> okay, if you want to follow me this week, go to infendo.com and then um, make sure... Oh, God, I forgot to stop it. Sorry, Luigi, my bad. Go to infendo.com and then click on all the things. Make sure that you're um, going to the Discord channel. Make sure you're checking out our merch shop and all of that fun stuff. Justin, where can the people find you this week? <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Utilidork, U-T-I-L-I-D-O-R-K, if you're interested in following my Disney tweets. There's also a website on which I posted a blog about a week, week and a half ago, utilidork.com. And uh, I hopefully in 2019 I will accomplish all the things that I wanted to do for Utilidork in 2018, but did, like, none of. So, um... Hit me up on Utilidork if you want to help me out with, you know, writing, podcasts, video editing, all that other stuff. Awesome. Uh, Steve, where can the people find you this week? So, you can always find me on Twitter, at Gentus1. Um, but more importantly, um, I'm really uh, wanting to get more into the streaming thing. So as a general rule of thumb, um, if I stream from my channel, Infendo's going to do it, or is going to host it if, in, if I stream from Infendo, my channel's going to be hosting it, but depending on the game is where I'll actually be chatting. So if I'm playing a single player game like Runner, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Gentus, and I'll be chatting with whoever's in that chat. Um, if we're stringing, st stringing, if we're streaming a multiplayer or game stringing. like Monster Hunter, or stringing. So like Monster Hunter, Mario Party, Rocket League, you know, something where more than uh, just me is playing it. Um, you can find us over at twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio. And we'll be chatting with you guys there. So, you know, same as Eugene was saying earlier, we, I really want to, you know, work on doing more on the Infendo Twitch channel. 
I'm slowly getting better at it, so for those of you that have watched my last couple streams, which have been a little rough, thank you for your patience. It will get better, I promise. <laughs> well, that's how it goes. <laughs> it's hard. Just like, just like in Fendo in general, <laughs> getting a little better a little bit at a time, folks. Yeah, we, uh, we just do this off the cuff. We'll figure <laughs> it out eventually. <laughs> exactly. All right, where can the people find you? <coughs> oh, jeepers. <laughs> I was going to say, Lucas, you're the only person who hasn't gone yet, so why don't you take us away? That would be uh, probably a solid way to do this. Um, well, obviously the best way to find me is at chromaticu.com or at chromaticu if you're a twitter Um I'm making a game. I'm sure everybody who's listening to us right now already knows that. I'm currently making a beach area, which is exciting for me because it means I'm no longer working on the first area anymore. Um, I'm kind of in between the second and the third world at the moment, but mostly working on the second one. I made a little ice cream parlor. All the fruits are eating ice cream. It's kind of adorable. I should post that on my uh, development blog. But anyway, I have a development blog on there, and you can go and check that out. And there's character bios. There's only one right now, but there's going to be character bios. You can check out how I added devil horns to the little logo, because that has something to do with the plot. Um, anyway, that's a thing you can do. Um, other than that, I feel like there was something else important I was going to say, but I can't remember what it is right now, so I guess it couldn't have been that important. Uh, that'll do it, I guess. Just follow me. You know how to find me. Just Google Chromatic U, and hopefully I'm on the first page. Probably not, but maybe. You never know. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we did it. We have a new Nintendoons champion. Justin is reigning supreme. Um, until next week, anyways. Might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, we will catch you all later, and good night. Mwah! Mm -hmm.